Hi there, this is Tom Neary, the pastor behind Pastor Unlikely and the host of Come Let Us Disciple the Podcast, a podcast that is focused on growing in Jesus. We are back after a break of a couple of months. Uh, time spent first with just the holidays and then me fighting against my flesh. And I'd like to talk about that today. It was the time that I spent growing in Jesus. And I wanted to share what I learned during that time with you. Because I was overcoming a personal hurdle that was based on just me and not Jesus. In 2 Corinthians 1, verses 3 to 5, it talks about how God comforts us so that we could provide comfort to others. I think that's the same with just teaching us. God teaches us so that we could teach others. And he was, he's was he been definitely teaching me. Uh, quite frankly, I've been struggling with the getting these podcasts out. Lots of ideas, but perfectionism and pride and worry have just caused me to, to delete a whole bunch of them. And I realized that that is just all about me and not about the Lord. And it was funny. I was coming out of the hospital at about 5 o'clock in the morning from a relatively benign procedure, but it was extremely uncomfortable being up all night, essentially. And I was listening to a podcast on something that had nothing to do with Jesus when it, it the message in that podcast struck me. And the, the speaker was talking about his philosophy of dying empty. It was a secular speaker, but it, it had really just summed up what I've learned over the last couple of months. Die empty. Sounds bleak, right? It sounds really depressing as a slogan. But if you are not coming from it from a, a secular perspective, if you're coming from a perspective as a follower of Jesus, it sums up what the Lord's call for us. Uh, there's been a few moments of medical issues, a few moments of just life getting crazy over this last few months, and the Lord has just speaking to spoken to me throughout it about the pressing need of getting what he's given to me out to other people. There's roughly six to seven billion people in the world right now, and only 2.5 of them are Christian. That leaves how many billion people who do not know the gospel, don't know the truth of Jesus Christ. And that's just in the world. If you boil that down further to those people within that 2.5 billion who actually have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, how many people does that leave that actually follow Jesus? And how many people are headed to destruction? And I'm sitting here worried about how I sound on a podcast or how I sound on a recording. It's totally contrary to my philosophy of ministry. From the outset of being called as a pastor, I've, I've been understood that it's not about me. It's not about my message. It's not about how eloquent I am or what a show I put on. It's just about Jesus, the scriptures, and the power of the Holy Spirit to work. And that has freed me to, to do things that I never otherwise would. 
with the podcast, that there's been more of a challenge because I, I have to hear myself. I have to listen to myself and worry about how I'm sounding. But when God is speaking, when he spoke through circumstance, he really showed me that it's not about me. Just like you, Christian, it's not about you. It's about what God has given to you. God has blessed you with the truth of the gospel. He's blessed you with gifts. If you hold on to them, if you grab onto them and don't let them go, then that's great in a way because you've got those gifts, but it's not the ultimate point. It's not what it's intended for. When Jesus says that the greatest among us will be the servant and the first will be last, He's talking about this. The servant is the one who lays everything out for his master. And the good servant, if he lays everything out for his master, if he serves and gives and gives and gives, what is the master going to do? The master is going to reward him and give him more and more and more. The secret to a content Christian life is not just in the laying things out and the serving. If it was just serving, then we'd get tired. If it was just our flesh working, we'd be exhausted. If it was just about us, then we should hold on to things. We have no hope in just us. But it's in that backfilling process that when we lay ourselves out, when we give and give, the Lord, our Father in heaven, rewards that and fills in his power and his glory and his gifts so that our life changes. It's almost just like a flushing process. We flush out what limited things we have and it's replaced with just the awesome gifts of our, our eternal God. We can't do that if we're, we're just holding on to ourselves. When Jesus says, take up the cross, he, he's talking about death of the flesh. He's talking about there's a part of our life that needs to die to be replaced to look more like Jesus. If you're wondering, this really hit home <clears throat> Excuse me, when I was sitting in the ER, I had experienced the, the medical problems I was talking to you about, and we came back from the reception area and went back and we were about to be placed in a room and only to be kicked out because they needed a room immediately. We were put out in the hall in the middle of this busy ER and just sat there, my wife and I, and we watched what was going on around us. First, they, they brought in the person that I got kicked out for, and if I felt bad about that at all, that completely was washed away when it was a person being wheeled in with people doing CPR, the, a... Uh, EMT doing C CPR on the person, and we learned that they subsequently died. A few minutes later, another person came in with a nurse doing CPR after passing out in the main portion of the hospital, and that person died. We watched people coming in just being destroyed by life. They were so... There was a lady who was obviously drug addicted. There's a woman brought in from prison, complete with the prison orange jumpsuit. There's a lady moaning, 
and someone who is on suicide watch. This is what the world looks like. And I'm sitting there just thinking, Lord, okay. I get so caught up in my life. I get so caught up in concerns about the, the sound of a podcast, whether I can get your truth out, whether people are going to listen, whether what the intro and outro sounds like. Who cares? And this is what I've gotten to. Who cares? Let's just get this out and share what the Lord, the Lord has been giving to me. Jesus could have come on a jeweled chariot. He could have come just like he's going to come in the second coming, down from the sky with everyone seeing. But he came as a baby to share the good news, the gospel, to be allow us as people, very flawed, very human people, to come near to him and love him. It's in the truth and love and gentleness and accessibility of Jesus that we really grow closer to the Lord and they get to experience his power and his awesomeness. When he describes himself, he describes himself as humble and gentle or meek, depending on your translation. So for my purposes, that's what God taught me, but I think it's worthwhile at pass it on to you, you know, wherever you are. I'm sure you go through the same struggle. I know the truth of the gospel, but will this person listen to me? I might, you might want to teach the Bible, either in a church or in a Bible study. God is poking you, trying to get you to do it, and you think, oh, I can't do this. You might want to just do a Bible study in your work, and you think, oh, no, they'll never listen to me. I don't know enough. This is where die empty comes in. Lay everything out for Jesus. There's only so much of us, so many of us, who actually know the truth. Are we keeping it to ourselves or are we sharing it, getting it out there for the world? The good news is, this is not a guilt trip. This is not, you have to do it or else you're in trouble. You will be saved if you have a relationship with Jesus. You will be beloved of Jesus. But if you want to live that life on fire for Jesus, if you want to live with abandon, if you want to just be filled with the awesomeness, experience of just living every day for him and being filled with his gifts and loving people, like we see in the book of Acts, or Paul writes about in the letters, you got to get it out there. No one who I've ever met, wherever I've read about, who has lived an on-fire life for Jesus has ever regretted. Fear of man is a snare, says the Bible. And Paul writes that if he continued to fear man, he would not be a servant of God. Are we looking at life according to man's economy, where it's a zero-sum game? I only have this much energy, therefore I'm going to keep it to myself. That's not God's economy. God gives and gives and gives. But we have to start by being empty. We have to give out what he gives to us. When he tells the disciples, freely you have received, now freely you give. 
It's never about us. It's about the Lord working through us. So, do you want more filling? Do you want more of God? Do you want more joy, more peace, more excitement? Do you want more love, more of Jesus? If you do, die empty. Give everything that you have now in you of Jesus out to others. And he will be faithful and fill you and fill you again and fill you again and fill you overflowing because he's looking for servants who are willing to serve him. Paul in Corinthians, 1 Corinthians, exhorts the Corinthians, today, right now, is the day of salvation. You don't know, I don't know whether we have another day. The people that you're witnessing to that are headed to destruction, you don't know whether they have another day. So there's two aspects to it. These people desperately need Jesus, and we don't have any more time guaranteed to us. Today is a day of salvation. But we benefit. We benefit by being filled when we give out. So people, are we ready to die empty? Are we ready to die empty and give it all for Jesus? One last encouragement. D.L. Moody was one of the great evangelists of the 1800s. It's estimated that he reached millions, tens of millions, in a time where the population of the United States was quite a bit smaller. Up to one-third of the population was directly affected by his ministry. He experienced a huge change in his life and his efforts for evangelizing when he had a church service. And his Moody Church is still there today, but this was an early version. There was a packed house, and he was preaching the gospel. He was explaining to the church about coming judgment and the blessings of serving Jesus. He explained how Jesus died on the cross for every one of us, and that all we have to do is make a decision and accept Jesus, and we will be spared from the coming judgment. We'll be adopted into his kingdom. We will rejoice with him. Trying not to pressure the people, Moody ended the service by saying, go home, think about this, come back next week and make a decision. Make a decision for Christ the next week. You know what happened the next day? Or excuse me, actually, it was actually as the service was ending. He was praying, it was done, and they started hearing bells. The Great Chicago Fire took place, where a good portion of Chicago burned down, including many of the homes of the people who were there in the church that day. Many of the people who heard that message died in that fire. Many of them, even more, never got back to, to D.L. Moody's church for that next service. He resolved that day never to leave the question open-ended. Accepting Jesus is up to the person listening, but today is the day of salvation, so he would never again leave it till next week. If you're listening and you're not saved, if you do not have a relationship with Jesus, today is the day of salvation. Today is the day to get saved. Judgment is coming. We don't know whether it's tomorrow or 
many years from now, but it's coming. It's sure. And Jesus died so that you don't have to take it. If you are indeed saved, but not living the life that Jesus intends for you, today is the day of salvation, repentance. Let go of the past. Let go of the cares of this world and boldly strike out after Jesus, preaching his gospel, reaching the world, loving his people boldly, and he will bless you both here and in eternity. So from this point forward, I'm still going to do interviews and, and those will be periodic, but this will be the form. I'm just putting it out there, sharing what the Lord has for me with you to hope, hopefully encourage you in Jesus. Nothing fancy, nothing hugely produced, just Jesus. And that's what I can put out there. That's what he's given me. Like uh, Peter and John said, silver and gold I do not have, but what I do have I will give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. That is my call to you today. Have a great day.